Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the season finale of Pop 5. It's been a long season for Uptown Taylor and Stevie Westside. A long, long season. It's been a long season. I feel like I feel like I was like 12 when we started and now I'm 100. Uh, I think I've got crazier as the season went on. I think I was blaming some children last episode. I mean, Steve, to quote you exactly, am I out of touch? No. It is the children who are wrong. It's so true, though. It, you know, I, I wish, I wish I could say you were completely wrong, but you weren't. You were, you were fairly right. No, I just went off the rails, really, really, really bad. Yeah, you'll be fine. It's gonna be all right, Steve. Is it? I don't know. Okay, well, well, fuck you then. Hey, <laughs> sorry. Hey, hey there now. Uh oh, Steve, you been watching anything? Yes. Yes, I have. So I'm still watching The Watchmen. I'm glad someone's watching The Watchmen. And, oh boy, did it get even crazier. Did it? Yes. Shit. Oh, yeah. I haven't, I haven't watched any of it. You find out where Ozzy Mendez is, like, being held captive. Is it the Arctic? No. It's mm. like a moon of Jupiter or something. Chill got weird. I, or, like, or Mars or something. And he uses his little helpers. Uh-huh. They're like clones. Uh-huh. To put like a sign that says save me on like the planet. Creepy. Oh yeah, it's pretty creepy. I don't I never liked Ozymandias. He's a villain. I sh- I suppose I shouldn't like he... him. Oh, you know what you do see though? Hmm. You see the squid. Like oh, the, 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 the big ju- squid. Yeah, they show it like like what happens to the people. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's crazy. They get like this psychic blast and they're Bleeding from their ears yeah. and eyes and everything. It like blows up your brain. Yeah. From the psychic squid monster. Mm-hmm. Man, that comic's weird. Yeah, it's a weird comic. It's a weird show. It's weird. Okay. I don't I don't know if I have I'm not I don't know if I'm ready for that kind of weirdness in my life. You should be. It's very good. I'm at a point, Steve, where I have so much to watch and I'm like sitting there and I'm I'm like, okay, I got all this stuff. I got this whole new app we'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. And I just turned on Parks and Rec. I was like, I've seen every episode of the show a million times. Why am I going back to that well? Why, Steven? Because you want something Why? familiar because you're just burned out of new stuff? I don't know. Yeah, that's actually probably very accurate. Thank that's you, Steven. You're welcome. Thank you, Dr. Steven. Steven, what have you been watching, too, besides uh, our Parks, besides, Parks and Rec? Besides Parks and Rec, so uh, I've, I've been caught up on The Good Place. Mm-hmm. I, I actually very much enjoy that show, and this is its final season. Is it really? Uh, it is. Yeah. And yeah, they gave it an extra like two or three episodes. So, but it's, it's, they have to keep it so fucking tight because mm-hmm. every episode they're like, listen, we got to get a lot through a lot of, you know, sci-fi rigmarole and we got to make it funny and we got to make, you know, Ted Danson, you know, attractive throughout the entire thing, which isn't that hard. And, and I'm like, there's so much packed into the, these episodes that they're literally doing like plot points while the credits are playing on the bottom. Like they're like, we do not have time. Huh. Okay. I've never really watched that show. It's tough because it's very, very good. And if it was not a network show, yeah. I think it would be better. But it is a network like, show. The only like few network shows I actually would watch like re- religiously mm-hmm. would probably be Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yep. Bob's Burgers. Yep. I think that's it. I tried Aunt Robin's new show. Oh, um, Stumptown. Stumptown. How's that? Um, I hear it's good. It's networky. 
it's it's very networky. It's a police procedural, isn't it? I kind. She's a detective, yeah. sort of like she's like helping people out of jams. She's like, we got this post-war lady down on her luck trying to raise her autistic brother with her friend, the guy from New Girl who owns a bar. And and her past comes back to haunt her, but she gotta help people out of jams. And I'm like, this is this is really you guys. Oh, and she's got a magical tape deck that plays the correct song for whatever's happening. That's not a joke. That's partly a joke. Okay. Anyway, oh, let's uh, skip that, and then I'm gonna tell you that I watched the new episode of Shameless without our girl. I mean, you're awesome. How do you feel? It's weird. Is William H. Macy still around? Oh, yeah. Well, it's fine, I guess. Yeah, it's okay. It's not the same. I really think they should end it after the season. Do they bring someone in to try to replace her? Technically, Debbie is like the Fiona character, but I forget what season I started to hate Debbie. I guess where she was like maturing and, sure. and growing up. Mm-hmm. That's where I started like... Hey, isn't Debbie the little girl? Yeah, well, she's got a kid. Oh, that's not... What? Wow. I have not watched the show in a while. Really? No. Lip, she was a child when I was watching Lip's her. got a kid now. Okay, that's bad. I think uh, the girl that he got pregnant... I think she died giving birth? I'm not sure. That's horrible. I haven't, I haven't seen the new... Ep- I haven't seen the second episode yet. All right. Do they do a jump into the future or something? There's like a tiny All right. jump. Not that much. All right. I don't know. I just... That's only... That, that shameless makes me sad. That show makes me sad. It makes you sad, yet it's it's hilarious. It's hilarious, and it's enchanting, but it makes me sad. And I'm already sad. Yeah, like throughout my general yeah. life and daily process, so I don't really need TV to help me with that. I get, I get you. But then again, like I watch the shit out of Mad Men, and that show's fucking depressing sometimes. Yeah, I'll give you that. But it's also sexy, so I don't know. Then again, you just watch it for Don Draper. You know what would make that show even better? Mm. If Idris Elba showed up. <laughs> He'd have to be like an elevator operator in the <laughs> early 60s. Like, right. Hello, I'm Idris Elba, and I'm here to kick ass. And yeah, 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 third floor. No. <laughs> chop, chop. Okay. Oh, All right. Not because I like it. <laughs> That's not what Idris Elba sounds like. No, I don't think it is. Oi, it's me, Idris Elba. Oh, I'm, oh. Right? That's some chewy... That sounds, that sounds like something from Peaky Blinders. Like Oi, it's me, the Peaky Blinders. Like, like you sound like Arthur. Oh, that is... Yeah, that is Arthur. <laughs> I'm just doing an Arthur yeah, impression. Yeah, you're just doing an Arthur impression. Oh, by order of the Peaky fucking Blinders. Yeah, that's Arthur. That's Arthur. Shit, well, hey, now I know I got that one in the tank. There you go. Um, Steve? Nugs? Do you have some nuggets? I do us? have some nuggets. So you know everyone's favorite Superman? Henry Carval? Yes. Or Cavill? Yes. He's still Superman. What do you mean? What the fuck not- are you talking about? I, I just saw this on Screen Rant today. Get the fuck out. What are we talking about? That he's still Superman. Well, I mean, I've seen what? his abs. He's clearly still Superman. No, I mean, like, what does that mean? Like he's going to show up in a, a Superman movie or something. Ooh, interesting. How do you think that came about? Fan backlash, maybe? Perhaps. It better not interfere with The Witcher. I don't think it will. You hear that? Yeah, are you getting feedback? I'm getting like this weird echo. Yeah, me too. Hang on. Hang on, guys. It's a fucking helicopter. Yeah, we had to get up, look out the window of the bunker. It's literally just just a helicopter circling the studio. We don't... I don't know what to do. 
Oh my god. Oh my god. What? What? Where's Alex? I what is he doing? I don't know. Alex? You think they're looking for him? I hope someone's looking for him. I'm worried. Not not for his safety, for like the general public. Yeah, yeah, don't like, look at me like, like you know how he likes to like destroy the child? Yeah, destroy the child. Like, you know, like how does he say it? Hang on, <laughs> let me do my Alex impression, you ready? Yeah. Destroy the child. It's pretty good, right? It's so good. It's pretty good. Oh, my God. What's that thing he's always talking about? The thing he loves so much. Gay sex. That's it. That's it. No, no. What's the other one he likes to talk about? Uh, something about... Wait, chemicals? Wait, chemicals. Frogs? Uh, uh, hang on. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. That was that's it. That's it. He's so upset. So, uh... Uh, yeah, he's still Superman. <laughs> he's gonna be in a movie. Uh-huh. And, uh, hopefully he doesn't... Hurt the Witcher. It better not. I uh, Witcher is greenlit for season two. Yeah, I saw that. Season one's not uh, not out yet. It's greenlit for season yeah. two. Yeah. I actually um. Well, is that it for your nug? Yeah, for that. I'm for that one. To my next nug. Um, I have an update on our. No, you know what? You know what? What? First, I'm gonna eat into the mic. Sorry. Yo, yo, give me, give me the soundboard real quick. Take the soundboard. I, I'm going to play something. If I, can find I know it. what you're going to play. Yeah, hang on, here we go. All right. Yeah. I deserve this. Are you professional or not? No, I'd say I'm an amateur, really. Wait, hold up. Fuck's sake, man, you're amateur. I know. I'm sorry. sorry. Oh, good for right, you. Look, I'm just trying to do my best, Mr. Bale. Yeah, well. Fatality. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. It's so mean. Um. No, you know what? I'll save that for my my full story because I think it'll dovetail nicely with some of the things. That... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I see why you love this thing so much. It's so much. You know what? You hang on to that. There's right. a special gift to you, a parting gift on on our our last season here. Wait, our last season? I'm sorry, our last episode of the season. <laughs> shh, guys. Shh, shh, shh. He doesn't know. Um, so... <laughs> I'll you. Uh, Netflix and David Fincher are developing a Chinatown TV show. It will be a prequel to the movie. Is is, is David Fincher the one that did nine? He's doing nine hundred. Yes. Okay. Oh, a prequel to the movie. A prequel. So it'll be a pre- about Jake's detective career before that specific case. You want to play that game? Yeah. You want to play the game? You want to play the casting game of who plays Jake? You know, it's hard because I'm worried they're going to do, like, Jake's younger years, which I'm not interested in. I just want to see Jake do different cases. Chris Pine. Fuck. Shit, that's real good. He's a detective in that show about uh, the Black Dahlia murders. Or he's not a detective, he's a reporter. No, he's, wait. He's no, isn't it Josh Hartnett? Nope. It no. is Chris Pine. Is it Chris Pine? Yeah, he's an executive producer. No. Oh. Oh, yeah, on TNT, right? Yeah, that one. That, that one. one. Can you hit her? Oh. Yeah. Misha, stop it. Stop it. Can you move that cardboard just slightly, slightly? We're getting real relaxed here as Misha claws apart the wall. It's the season finale. We do what we want. Do we, we do, do what we, have, we do want. we have a sound effect for that? Nope, we do not. Well, here we go. Do what we want! Um, Yeah, so who do I want for that? Yeah. Is Idris Elba available? Not to like cross lines, yeah, but yeah. it would be really confusing if you watched this prequel season and Jake's <laughs> black. And... It would also he'd also have to be an elevator operator. Yeah, and it is 1946. So I'm not trying to like do yeah. stuff here. So no, but... no, that's fair. Um, I don't know. I like Chris Pine. 
like Chris Pine. Fucking Chris Evans is he needs you, a job. You know who would be good who? in this? But he's already Jack Ryan. Uh, John Krasinski. I think Krasinski would be kind of good because he has kind of a doughier, less action hero-y face. Yeah. And I mean, Nicholson's never been. You know? Oh, don't tell me what you're thinking. Christian Slater. He already is a walking Jack Nicholson impersonator. Oh, you're right. Or you just de Jack. Jack's not coming in for that. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. But there was, uh, I just had a really, I listened to a really interesting interview with, um, I think Tom Baker? Tim, no, Tom Baker's Doctor Who. Um, Rick Baker, who do, who did a lot of the, you know, monsters for like Gremlins and old Godzilla movies mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, the master of his craft, he's retired now, but he was talking about doing, he did the makeup for, uh, Wolf, the Jack Nicholson movie where he's a werewolf. Oh yeah. That was a pretty good movie. And he was, they were like, wow, you really did a subtle job on, you know, the transformation stuff. And he was like, yeah, Jack's not going to sit in a chair for four hours. I can make Ron Perlman sit in a chair for four hours because mm-hmm. he's not Jack Nicholson. So he was like, you, you build your ideas around the star. Like, he had to do Anthony Hopkins in The in uh, the Wolfman with uh, Benicio Del Toro. Oh, yeah. He was like, just add on to his face. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. All right. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. When's, when's that? Uh, we, no day. Uh, no day? No day. Okay. Just announced today, actually. And you said Netflix? Netflix. Maybe. There we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Netflix. I'm just double-checking. No, no date. No, uh... But it will... It, oh, hang on. Hang on. Wait, wait, wait. I got an update. Hmm. Oh, wait. Do we have breaking news sounder? Sorry, I just, uh, I just texted my connection. I didn't think. Uh, the show's going to be in black and white, and it's going to star... You ready? Yeah. Gary Oldman. As Jake? It just says star Gary Oldman. I don't want to text him again because I don't. I That's insider news. Okay. All right. He's older than yeah. Nicholson was when he did that movie. So I don't think is this like he's going to be Jake. I think he might be a villain of some sort. I got hope He'll so. be the water magnet or oh, whatever. When's the last time you watched that movie? Fairly recently. I've been watching a while. It's on Netflix, isn't it? It is. And it is, pro- in my opinion, it's the best movie ever made. Like, if we're actually going for, I'm not, don't, I'm not top five in it right now. I'm no, gonna, no, no. If we're going for what is the best of the best of the best, not just my favorite. Because, like, my favorite movie is High Fidelity. I watch it five times a year. The best movie, I think, ever made. Ever made is Chinatown. Chinatown. I think it's Chinatown. It's crazy watching Chinatown and, and like the forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. You know, like like that's yeah. a, that's a line. But like going through, you're like, oh, that's what that's from. That's what that's from. Oh, you that's know, what that's. I from. think we need that. What? Forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. Yeah. As a sound effect. Yeah. 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 I think that would season three. Write it down. All right. All right. Oh wait, hang you on. Got more nugs. They're up top. Yeah, let's go through. <laughs> I don't know what two, but what's two? Also nuggets. Oh, okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> okay, I didn't know. All right, uh, so the CW has released some more images for the uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth. They have, and they've proven Pop 5 correct. Oh, they have? They have. Uh, do you, why don't you say it? Um, so we, we mentioned a friend of mine ran into Kevin Conroy at an airport and asked him what he was working on, and he said he was shooting something in Vancouver, but he's not allowed to talk about it. Well, I said he's definitely going out to shoot 
as Batman yeah. for the Arrowverse which we crossover. Know, but now we know which Batman. But now we know which Batman. Uh, according, uh, There's one picture of him. It's his head and shoulders. And his shoulders have kind of this metal thing, and it looks like it goes to a wire. That's the exo suit from... Uh, uh, Kingdom uh, Come. Kingdom Come Batman. Yeah. Where he's too old to just regularly walk because, around. Because, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Brandon Roth, is, who plays the Atom on Legends, yes. is also playing Kingdom Come Batman. Oh, not Batman. Oh, my God. Superman. My bad. Yeah. I got Batman on the brain. Because he was Superman. He was Superman. Yeah. I'm excited. Oh, my God. It's going to be so good. And then you see uh, the guy from Smallville. Yeah. I can't think of his name. Nope. But Henry he, Cavill. No, no that's no. not right. But you see him as... um. You know, small... you know they're gonna bring in uh, um, uh, that guy whose name I always forget from Lois and Clark. Uh, you mean Dean Kane? Dean Kane? No, yeah, no, he's okay. not there. That's a shame. That's a shame. He was Superman for a long time. No, I know. I watched that show. Yeah, no, it wasn't bad eh. when I was a kid. Eh. Well, I didn't know any better it's, back then. No, 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 I know. It's what it's what we could have. Yeah. I mean, I watched Batman '66. That's not a good show, yeah. but there wasn't much else. Oh, no, it was you know? a good. It was a very good show. Stuff. Mm. <laughs> Get that out of your head. Sorry. I don't... Okay. If, are you thinking about Burt Ward's giant dong? Is that what you're... No, I was thinking about Batgirl. Oh. God, Yvonne Craig put me through puberty. Like, god damn. And then I saw a picture of her out of the costume. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. They don't build them like that anymore. Like, I don't... I. It's shocking. She's dead now. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. So that looks that's getting like even better. I'm getting really hyped for that. I like I don't really care for the Arrow shows. Like I like Supergirl okay and I watched like a lot of Flash hoping it would get better. Flash is Flash is my favorite album. Mm. That and Legends. Yeah. Cuz Legends is just a bunch of misfits. Legends is silly and I It's enjoy got Constantine that. on it now. I got I haven't gotten that far yet. It's pretty good. Yeah, I like that guy's Constantine. Yeah. He likes being Constantine. He likes being Constantine too. He does the voice and all the uh, cuz he's a voice actor. Yeah. He's from a, he's in Assassin's I, Creed. I think he did um did he do, wasn't Constantine in Injustice. Uh, yeah, he or was, two, or one of the. Uh, one of the, I don't know. Oh, I don't know actually. I know he's uh in the cartoon movies DC keeps. Yeah, making. he does. He does. Constantine, he, uh, yeah, yeah, he does the voice Constantine, and then he was the the main character in Assassin's Creed, the pirate one. Four. Really, yeah, black black flag, right? Yeah, black flag. Yeah. yeah, he's the main character because he's a voice actor. Oh, all by right. Trade, and then he looks like Constantine. All right, Taylor, what's your uh, next? Uh... <sighs> I'm glad you asked, Stephen. Um. Beverly Hills Cop gets a sequel. It's already been made, but it's been sold to Netflix. So Eddie Murphy recently made uh, "I Am My Name Is Dole" or "Dolomite Is My Name." Mm-hmm. I did. I did I talk about that on the show? It's hilarious and amazing, and it's. I think you did. It's truly one of the best movies I've seen in the last few months. But uh, it looks like that Beverly Hills Cop will go. Looks like Eddie Murphy had a good time over at Netflix. So he did. So this is a fifth one. This will be a fifth one. Okay. Jesus, there are five. Four. I forgot there were four. I was like, yeah, three. Oh no, shit. Yep. So that'll be good. That's, that's pretty cool. That's all I got. We don't really have a date or anything yet. All right. Um. Let's see here. Uh. So the Jedi Fallen Order came out last Friday. Have you played it? No. I don't even either. I, I've watched some, like, just gameplay. Not, like, people with the green screen oh, playing, but I, I just, I just I went on YouTube just, just to see some gameplay with mm-hmm. no one talking. Mm-hmm. It looks looks okay. Did you see the guy who made a lightsaber for it? No, but I did talk to one of my um, on-street reporters last night. Oh, yeah? Dylan Saltz. Uh-huh. He's played it. He likes it. He likes it? Yeah, he says it gets repetitive. I'm like, dude, all games get repetitive. Yeah. 
I I saw someone complaining. They were like, yeah, in the movie you hit someone with a lightsaber and they get split in two. In this, you got to beat them around like it's a Nerf bat. Dude, it's a it's a teen game. What do you expect? They're not gonna they're not gonna start chopping off limbs. I don't need the limbs chopped off. I just need someone to die when I hit them with a lightsaber. Oh, that's fine. I understand. Mm. I know uh, a more sophisticated weapon for a more sophisticated time. I know Vader shows up. Oh, I just watched Rogue One again. <sighs> that's a good one. I kind of forgot about. You the know, Vader we were talking there. about this last yes. night. That like out of the. Did you just force memory me? These are not the droids you're looking for. I don't know. I talked with my hand. We talked about this last um, week. We talked about this last week. No, last night. We talked about this last night. <laughs> okay, calm down. We were saying, like, what's the best, like, Disney Star Wars mm-hmm. movie? Mm-hmm. And we all agreed at the bar that Rogue One is probably the best. It's amazing. Like, The Force Awakens is good, but so, Rogue One is just really good. Rogue One really offered something to Star Wars. Yeah. In that it's a war movie, and you have to remember they put the war back in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You can quote me; they can use that for the poster. It's okay, guys. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. But uh, it, yeah, it, it introduced some characters we're probably never going to see again because they all dead. Yeah, they're all dead. Spoilers. Um, well, <laughs> for a three-year-old movie. Yeah. But anyway, they dead. That's good. Um, did you see the guy? He made a uh, a rig for. Um, Star Wars, the game. What's it the called? The Jedi Fallen Order. Fallen Order. And it was a lightsaber that you could actually, like, swing around, and the, the controls were on the lightsaber. Oh, that's pretty cool. So you kind of play one-handed and, like, chop people up and run around with it. Oh, no, I did not see That's pretty cool. Oh, it's super cool. Yeah, you All guys right. can look that up on YouTube. I wish I, I don't have the, it in front of me, otherwise I'd credit him. All right, Taylor. Question, how many nugs you got left? Yeah, I could do one more. Okay, I'm gonna do a half nug. Are you ready? Half nug. Never happened before. Get ready with that one again. Okay, hang on. Here we go. Someone is coming back to the new Ghostbusters movie, and it's Bill Murray. Confirmed. Getting paid. Bill Murray. Really? Yeah, the Murricane's coming back for Ghostbusters, a thing he swore he'd never do. Why wouldn't you come back? He, from what I, I was told, he didn't want to do Ghostbusters to begin with. He was trying to get paid so he could do a different project. But then because he didn't give a shit, mm-hmm. he gave one of his best performances. Yeah. Peter Venkman's one of the best cinema characters ever. It's it's one of the great comedic, you know, slacker characters. And I think it really, Bill Murray starts kind of the slacker genre. Yeah. Stripes and Ghostbusters and stuff like that. Uh, and we forget that that's where that you know, Jonah Hill, Seth Rogen kind of archetype can be traced back oh, yeah, to totally. Bill Murray. Um, that's all I have about that 2020 new Ghostbusters. Um, nugget? Yeah, okay. Give me that nugget. All right, this is my last nug. Okay. So the rumor is... Oh, wait, hang on. <gasps> so... Joker 2. Electric Boogaloo. It might be in development. Why? Because it made a shit ton of money, and the studio's like, dollar, dollar, bill, y'all. They are. It is the... By the way, forget that I said that. Yeah, we'll edit that out. No, you're not going to edit that out. We're going to edit that out. Um, Well, the important thing is, Steve, that cash rules everything around me. Yeah. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar, bill, y'all. So, is it Wu-Tang Wednesday already? (laughs) 
I wish. It's Thutane Thursday. Ooh. Um. The fuck were you just? What did you just say to me? What was the the Joker? What was the story? Joker two. I. It, it is now. Joker is now the top. Gr- one of the top grossing movies with the lowest possible budget. Like budget to amount of money. It only cost them what fifty five million. And yeah, they something. Made, they made a billion bucks worldwide. Yeah, so they want to try to capitalize on it. Which is I just whatever. I don't know. Like. I think Joaquin uh, will come back. He's smarter than that. Yeah, but now I'm like, I, I, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't need a see. I didn't need this movie to begin with. I don't need a sequel now. I'm afraid to watch it again because I think if I watch it with a mortal critical eye, I'm going to be real mad. You might be. So I, I don't know. We're going to see. Someone recently said watching the Joker is like listening to the Joker explain why he's like that. And when you realize that most of it's not real, you're like, Oh, so why did I watch this? Yeah. Like if this was a journey of discovery and we didn't discover anything, why the fuck did we sit through this? And I was like, I don't know to watch a 10 year old cry in the theater. Oh my God. No. Why would you bring a, okay, whatever. He was a little boy. And bring the children. Um, She's mad about the children. I'm still mad about the children. Do you want to move on to the next nug if it makes you feel better? I don't have any more nugs. Well, I got a nug. Oh, you got a nug? God I got damn another you nug. Son of a bitch. I could do two if you're like. I'm going to do one. Okay. So. Oh! I got a rumor. Oh. God damn it. Okay, hang on. Sorry. Hang on. Go your own way. Um, so there was recently a reunion panel with the cast of Community. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was everyone except, uh, from the original cast, except for Chevy Chase, because he's a douchebag and no one likes him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, uh, because he was too, he's busy, too famous, too busy. Um, it, it, and, but Dan Harmon was there. And was our girl there? Alison Brie? Yeah. Of course she was. Okay, good. And she suggested once again... And the cast all agreed they would do a movie if Dan Harmon writes it. Alison Brie has previously stated that she would love to do community movie and recommends it to Netflix. We know she's got ins at Netflix. Oh, she does. She sure does. Um, the rights to community can't be expensive. Fucking Yahoo bought them at one point. Yeah. Uh, and furthermore, we know that Dan Harmon's working on a secret project. Oh, I didn't know that. But what's not showing up in the newspapers is I know for a fact that after that uh, uh, panel, they all went and had a nice dinner, the cast and Dan Harmon. And you know who showed up to that nice dinner? Donald Glover. Oh, snap. I thought you were about to say uh, One Man Party Marty was going to show up. <laughs> he was the waiter. That's how I know about it. Oh, Jesus. Speaking of... Uh... Dan Herman. Oh, yeah? You ready to jump into our first story? Yes. Oh, I don't know. Do you have more? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Rick and Morty season four. Okay. I was like, ooh, great segue, Steven. Thank you. I thought it was going to be something weird. <laughs> kind of weird. Herman's canceling his uh, podcast. He's not going to do it anymore. I didn't even know he had a podcast. Oh, it's good. Is it? Yeah. That's it. Oh, did you see the news, by the way, mm. about the last podcast? Yeah, last podcast and left, moving to Spotify. Yeah, does that mean it's not going to be on iTunes anymore? Not on iTunes anymore. Fuck. On Spotify. So I'm going to have to download that app on my phone just to listen to that. I mean, Spotify, honestly, is great. And I'm thinking about moving all my pod. Not not 
top five network, oh. but my personal Podcast. podcasting stuff over to Spotify because it is easier to get everything together. Like it's easier to make a playlist of podcasts because on Apple, it just starts playing random shit sometimes. Yeah, it kind of does. Or it'll play stuff you've already listened to. And I'm like, I've already listened to this. I don't care that it's the next in line. Mm-hmm. Play me something else. Whereas uh, Spotify, like they do, is making you basically a mixtape of your podcasts. Um, so it'll be like, here's everything that updated today. And you can just run through Yeah. Huh. Which right. I need, because I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, so, so I'm in the business. So um, have you watched any of this? Rick and Marty? Season four? I have not. So I've watched the first two episodes. Okay. And they are hilarious. Oh, my God. It's like they haven't missed a beat. Really? Yeah. That's good, because I was worried, because they were gone a while. So I don't know. Like, I'm try- I was trying not to spoil it for you, mm-hmm. but, like, it sort of goes back to, like, the season one formula. Okay. And, like, the um, like the house... Hierarchy has mm-hmm. kind of changed now after season three. Oh, right, right, Because right. Jerry's out of the house. No, Jerry's he? back. Jerry's back. He's back. Okay. And Rick's got, like, asked permission Yeah. to see if Morty can go on an adventure. Oh, Rick doesn't like that. He I does bet. not like that. So, like, in the first episode, he's got to ask Beth if yeah. Morty can go on an adventure. And they go get these death crystals. Death crystals. Does he have to shove them way no, no. up in it's, his ass? It's, it's crazy, dude. Like, it shows you different deaths that could happen to you. Shit, man. And um, when Morty has one, he sees all the deaths. Then he, like, moves it, like, in a certain direction. Mm-hmm. And he sees him dying in a bed mm-hmm. with the love of his life, Jessica. <gasps> Jessica. Comforting him. <gasps> so the whole, like, first episode is yeah. him, like, trying to get to that. Oh, get to that place. Let's get to that place. So Rick accidentally dies uh-huh. in the okay. in the first episode. Sure. Remember on Project Phoenix? Remember Tiny Rick? Tiny Rick. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was cloning himself. He was cloning himself. So he killed that in his, in his world, right? Right. So his backup of his clones went to a different reality. Okay. And it goes to like a fascist reality. Oh, no. And there's like a Hitler Morty. Oh, no. He's like, not again. That's so, it's so funny. So like fascist Morty kills fascist Rick to hang out with our Rick to go on a classic Rick and Morty adventure. Weird. And then Mr. Meeseek shows back up. Yeah, okay. Kills fascist um, Morty and uh-huh. Gearface guy. Remember Gearface uh, guy? Yeah, Gearhead. Gearhead. Because he's in the back seat of their car for some reason. How much exactly do you know about the Gear Wars? I don't know much about the Gear. Oh boy, here we go. Then he goes to a shrimp reality where everyone's a shrimp. Everyone's just shrimp. So you got you got shrimp, shrimp Rick, shrimp Rick, shrimp Morty, which is also a fascist world. Fascist shrimp and fascist. And Morty. he's like, how is this like the norm now? <laughs> That's that's social commentary. Uh, yeah, all right. and then um, he dies again mm-hmm. and goes to like a teddy bear world uh-huh. where they're fascists. And he's like, nope, and just kills himself immediately. Interesting, uh, Steve. How are you watching this? You have, you have cable? Yeah, I got direct. Okay, I turned on. I used to be able to watch him on the Adult Swim app, and now they're like, nah, get cable, I th- bitch. I thought, I thought it'd be on Hulu like the next day. Because yeah. I want to rewatch it again, yeah, yeah. and it wasn't. It's not, yeah. No. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on. A, a mutual friend of ours texted me and was like, 
how are you watching this? And I was like, I kind of forgot about it, and so I'm not, because I kind of forgot. Yeah. Sorry. That's good. It's good. I gotta, I gotta get on it. I gotta. You know what? I know. I know what I'll do. I know. I know what I'll do. I'm gonna watch it while I'm babysitting. Pick a does, does it? Do they have the on demand? Yeah, they got they get free cable. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, so next then, time I'm babysitting, we'll so, watch them. Sit on down, little boys and girls. We're gonna watch your old Uncle Rick. Uncle Taylor's here, and he's gonna take care of you. If you could just, no, no, no. Top shelf, top shelf whiskey. Thank you. Bring that to me. No, it's nap time, kids. I, got I don't my, think any kids should be watching that. Everyone drink the whiskey with me. <laughs> so let's dive into episode two. Okay. That was just episode one? Yeah. Oh, Shit's by the way, fun. there's a hologram, Rick, that's like implanted in Morty. Uh-huh. And there's a part where he's like, hey, hey, no, no, cloning your grandpa's got to go or something. That's going to be on t-shirts. <laughs> I hope so. Do we know how many episodes they're getting? Ten. Okay, that's normal. That's normal. So the next episode is called The Old Man in the Seat. Oh, okay. Because Rick is a shy pooper. Our Rick, normal. Our Earth, Rick. Earth, Earth yeah. 616? Earth 616? Um, yeah, or, or no, C-137. No, can't believe you remember that. Why? Why, why can't I? Well, you know what? I was naming the Marvel ones. Yeah, so you were naming the Marvel ones. Or right. were you naming a fascist Rick? Oh. <gasps> Probably. Probably. By odds, probably. So, in this episode, Jerry makes an app with, like, some other, like, an alien. This got a tattoo on his head that says, do not make my app. That's not a good idea, but that's also <laughs> something Jerry would do. So, they make this love app. Fucking Jerry's. And Summer gets the app uh-huh. and immediately hooks up with this guy. And you see, like, a montage. It changes, like, for everyone. There's this married couple who has a kid. They leave the kid on the table and <laughs> go to different like level lovers, and then they come back together because they're like it's like they're a match, and uh-huh. then they're not a match afterwards, and they just go and hook up with other people. Creepy. So, uh, Mor- uh, Morty and Jerry have to somehow destroy the the mother server or whatever. I couldn't sure. think of the. It's on the alien ship. The mother app. Yeah. Oh my, dude, it's so funny. And then Rick's like trying to figure out who used his toilet. Because <laughs> he's a shy pooper. He's a shy pooper. And he finds the guy. And the guy's like, where would you like to kill me? He's what? like, he's like, God damn it. And he's like, leaves this like butt that farts. And then a poop comes up Aww. from the butt and just it turns into the middle finger. You know, animation's come a long way, It's come a long, long way. I I appreciate adult animation. And then, so I'm not going to tell you how the episode ends, but the post credit scene, though, is pretty funny. Okay. So Jerry drinks this fluid that Rick develops, and it shows, like, their deepest desire. Mm-hmm. Can you guess what Jerry's deepest desire is? Just, just, just take a wild guess. Like a slightly bigger TV? No. His, his deepest desire is to deliver deliver bottled water <laughs> to people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like I Jerry. thought be, I thought be Hungry for Apples, part two. Hungry for Apples? Ah, oh, Jerry. You know, the more I exist in this world, the more Jerry's I meet. And, and I've come to respect them. Because you know what? That's a quiet, meaningful, well, meaningless, but harmless life. But also fucking Jerry's. You know who has the biggest Jerry's? Rick and Morty fans. Bunch of Jerry's. I'm done. I'm are, done. Are you done? I'm okay. I'm all right. 
It's okay. <laughs> Fucking Jerry. It's gonna be fine. All right, Taylor. <laughs> we need a sound effect for Jerry. Hungry for apples? <laughs> no, give me, no. Give me Chris Parnell no, on the phone. No, Pluto is a planet. Pluto is a planet. Okay, you ready for a story, Steve? Sure. Steven, Steven, Steven. Steven, okay, so we talked before uh, during a top five takeover about, don't, nope, you're good. Oh, okay. Yeah, about, uh, um, the what's going to fill the void now that Game of Thrones oh, is yes. gone. So I called them my Game of Thrones killers because I thought Game of Thrones was going to be good when it ended, but turns out it's a complete vacuous mass. There's nothing. There's nothing. So we've actually gotten one of them already in the in the form of Carnival Row, which is extremely good. No, we got two. Oh, hang on. Huh. Uh, we in one already in Carnival Row, uh, which is, you know, very very good, mm-hmm. but it is clearly not, you know, capturing the imagination like Game of Thrones did. Does and no, it does have tits in it. Does it have tits in it? I'm gonna be honest. I haven't watched it. Oh, it's really good. I know it's good. I still haven't watched The Boys yet. I haven't watched The Boys. No, I'm like I'm sorry, guys. Does The Boys have tits in it? <laughs> I don't know. No, someone gets like raped, I think, and uh, there's there's some things I'm not comfortable with in the boys, and I mean, I don't mean to go off a tangent. Yeah, but go back to your Carnival Row. So, so for, for so Carnival Row, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, our next up on our well, we'll throw them all out there. The five Game of Thrones killers I thought was Carnival Row, his Dark Materials, the Lord of the Rings series, The Witcher. Was it the Watchmen? I don't think it was Watchmen. Should I, should I know what the sound is? I don't know what's happening. Oh, I think it was the Dark Crystal. Um, no, that was my brain trying to work. And it the Muppets? Working. The Muppet movie? Yeah, the Dark Crystal. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't remember what it was. All right. Dark Crystal came away and I didn't watch it. So uh, our next up that is out now and we haven't talked about it yet is uh, his Dark Material. Oh, yes. Um, we've mentioned uh, some minor casting things. We've talked about this. I talk about the book in depth on an episode of Top 5, Top 5 uh, Best Fantasy Book Series. Check that, check that episode out. It's a very good episode. Very interesting. If you want some good book ideas, the shit I'd never heard of and that I'm very interested in looking into when I have some time in my slumber in between seasons. So his Dark Materials is out now. Steve, have you had a chance to watch it? I watched a little bit of the first episode. Okay. And then, but to mind you, I was watching it like right before I went to bed. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like... Yeah, I guess It you. wasn't boring. No, 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 no. it wasn't. It was very good. I just... I was just tired. No, I guess... I'm not blaming you. Jesus, Steve. Jesus Christ, Steve. Would you get off the offensive? All right. So, um... Sad face. Sad face, Steven. So, uh, his Dark Materials, the first episode, I thought, was laying a lot of track. Yeah. Like, they were really, like... it's Explaining a, a lot. Explaining a lot, well, but it's a crazily in-depth world. Yeah, so you have to have an episode just explainer. Yeah. You have to. And it's kind of a bummer how much they had to lay down in that first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a pilot, I don't think it's super strong. But uh, moving into the second one, I'm like, oh, all right. 
So, small breakdown, his Dark Materials, what we know so far, just based on the show, not so much the books, uh, is it's the story of Lyra, who was given to Jordan College in Oxford to be raised. Uh, uh, she was her uncle. Um, James McAvoy. James McAvoy. And what's the girl's name again? Lyra. She's played by Daphne King. Yeah, Daphne. Did I just make up a character? Uh, not character. No, Daphne King. Oh, fuck yeah. I know my guys. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's a girl. I mean, like, I know my actresses and I actors. Getcha. I getcha. No, you don't. No. Uh, <laughs> how do you know her? What is she from? Is she R- from anything? Yeah, dude. Logan. Oh, she was it's X-23. X-23. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I knew that. That's the only thing I know her from. No, that's like Do you know where James McAvoy's from? Uh, he's an X-Man. Fuck you. It. Chapter two. Yeah, that's too. Yeah. And split. Yeah. We're good. And wanted. Uh, Ruth Wilson's also in this, and she's very good. Um, so, yeah, uh, there's not a lot of named cast in mm-hmm. this, and that's totally fine because I, I like the girl. She's very um, – she's a good actor for her age, and yeah. I think we don't see that as much anymore. Um, and usually when you're a good actress at that age, you end up in shitty Disney Channel stuff, mm-hmm. and then eventually a pop star and then addicted to cocaine. Shia? So, you name it. Oh, fuck. Um, actual cannibal, cannibal Shia, Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. So in the series so far, what we know, judging from the first episode, we find out this is a world where every person's soul is embodied in an animal which lives outside of their body. Um, when you're a child, your animal can change shapes. Lyra's generally stays in only a few things, which is different from the book. So mostly he's a uh, polar bear, right? Uh, no, 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 no. There are talking polar bears later. Oh. though. Um, her, her, hers stays in the form of a variety of English weasels. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. They just keep going with the same like three, four things. So it's either a cat or a an ermine, uh-huh. which is a small white weasel, or a stoat, which is a large brown weasel. Huh. Um, and I think once it turned into something that was just cat-like. Did um now I remember when we were talking about this originally. You mm-hmm. had like a a rant about them calling it demons or something. That was not the proper word. It, it's not, and they continue to do this. So in the book, they're called demons. It's okay. That's D, a... and then you know that weird little squish together A and E. Yeah. Um, like an encyclopedia. Yeah, that doesn't me. make the that doesn't actually make the e noise. It makes the a noise. Yeah. So it's encyclopedia, which you don't say you're gonna look like Ted Mosby, um, it, and it's Damon, not Demon. But they still say Demon. Fine, whatever. Fine. Um, but her animal doesn't really her 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 Demon doesn't really change shape as much as they do in the book, and I'm sure that's a budgetary yeah. thing. They have to have talking. You know, uh, polar bears pretty soon. So I'm yeah. sure they're trying to save a few bucks. But uh, and then once you, you become an adult, your demon um, only takes one form. Okay. So if you're a wily, uh, cunning character, you might have a coyote. Or if you're, uh, I don't know, Steve Roselli, you'd have a snake. Or a squirrel. Or a squirrel. <laughs> Some of them do have squirrels. Um, like the master of the college has this big ass raven. Um, you know, the a guy who is clearly evil has a snake. Is that Lord uh, Geo Mormont? Yes. No. 
Because he's in that show. Lord Mormont? Yeah. No, he, he hasn't showed up yet. Oh, do you know which one I'm talking about? The one from Castle Black? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The older, the old bear? Yeah, the old bear. Yeah, no, he hasn't shown up. Oh, okay. Yet, at least I haven't noticed How, him. Are, did you, are you caught up? I am caught up. There's only a couple three. episodes. Oh, is there three now? I th- no, I think there's only three, yeah. Is there? Um, I'm only on two. Okay. Because I, the night I was going to watch it, I was like an hour before it came out on HBO Go. Oh, yeah, because it comes out on Mondays at 9. Right. Which is super weird. I know, and that's so late for me. Uh, so, Trust me, I know. I stay up and watch Watchmen at 9 o'clock on a Sunday. It's rough. It's real rough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm so old. But uh, so for the series, it's off to a great start. Um, there's uh, uh, kids are going missing, including Lyra's best friend by the gobblers, and they're disappearing. And Lyra's trying to solve this mystery while she's being kind of adopted by a woman from another college who is part of this global uh, religious government who are also secretly the ones stealing the children. I have a problem. Children. My problem with, and it's just the way they mm-hmm. make certain mysteries is. They show me that this character is evil, mm-hmm. and she's the one behind it. And then I have to wait around uh, for our main character to figure it out. Yeah, it's a classic TV. Um, and I'm like, I, but I know. So why would I know if our that, main character? Because I was out? reading up on it. Like, was that the book twist that that, that you don't find out until later? That was a fairly big book twist. So they're letting you know now. They're letting me know now. So I don't know if that's because this is a child and that's more understandable for her to not figure it out immediately. Uh, They're doing a few things differently already. And I am generally positive. I have positive feelings. Uh, I did yell at my TV screen once. um, But I think that was because I was playing by a rule, more of the book rules than whatever. Uh, Essentially... Your demons will fight sometimes. Yeah. You're not allowed to touch someone else's demon. That's like touching their butt. Not their butt. It's like putting your finger in their butthole when they're not looking. Uh, so so when the demons fight, and if yours is losing, it feels like your soul is being crushed. Yeah. So Like a Pokemon. <laughs> you feel like, Gotta oh my God. It's so similar to Pokemon, and I never noticed. Oh, God. Pikachu. Um, Pika Pika. So Lyra's demon gets his ass beat, mm-hmm. and the thing is, they can change into any animal, and he's getting his ass beat by like a baboon. And I'm like, turn into a lion. What are you doing? And in the books, he would turn into a lion or a wolf or yeah. a bobcat. Uh, but in this, he, you know, in trying to get away, he turned into three small animals. I was like, come on. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was annoyed. It was the same three they keep using. So I'm like, come on. You guys, I know, but you, you, you gotta, know, you gotta take an effect like budget, like you said. Budget, it's budget. Uh, however, I still recommend this. Um, it's a lot easier to dive into this. Uh, the, the world building is amazing. They really are keeping as true to the book as I think they possibly can. My quibbles are dumb, and if you didn't read the book, you won't have those quibbles. Uh, so I think. Everyone should jump in on this. I want to see more seasons. Oh, and they've already started doing something that wasn't until the second book. They're jumping between worlds. Does that ruin it for you? No. Okay. Um, I'm actually really excited to see what they do. Because in the book, we don't we don't know about them jumping between worlds until the second book. So I'm interested to see what they were doing while the events of the first book were happening. Okay kind of behind the scenes. Yeah. So there's this bit where, you know, a guy's in, you know, a spooky old college town mm-hmm. g- 
goes through this kind of shimmering doorway and he comes out into our world, into modern Cambridge with cars and buses and streetlights and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was very cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. I'll, I'll catch up. Oh, yeah, we'll ca- I'll catch up and I'll probably do like an Insta ham yeah, video or we'll something. Figure it out. Or maybe I'll write like a a text word or something. Whatever, man. We'll, we'll figure it. it out. Um, no, I'll do a drawing. <gasps> You'll draw. Can you do an interpretive dance? I could. Oh, yes, yes, I could. Are you good? Would you, would you like to see a? No, no, no. Oh God. Oh God. No. Oh yeah. No. Can oh, we yeah. go to break? Let's go to break. We'll yeah, go, we to break. go to break. Go to break. We'll go to break. Ha <laughs> ha. All right, and we're back. All right, Taylor. So. I finished watching Jack Ryan season two. Okay, how's that? How's that treating you? Started off a little slow, okay. and then it got, and then it picked up with the action and suspense and spy thrilling and everything. Jack Ryan in general, General Tom Clancy stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the bad guy in this season? It was the Venezuelan president. Okay, it's it's. So the whole season set there uh-huh. in Venezuela. Yeah, okay. there's a, there's an episode or two where. Jack goes to like London mm-hmm. to investigate some stuff. Mm-hmm. Then he goes right back to okay. Venezuela. It pretty much returned, you know, John Krasinski's back as Jack Ryan. And then the actor, not going to say his name. Oh, Wendell Pierce. I can't say that name. Oh, Wendell Pierce. Yeah. He plays uh, James Greer. He's like, in season one, he was like Jack's boss. Isn't James Greer an author? No, J- James Greer? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's an author. I'm related. The, the actor who plays him yeah. was in the um, in the Wire. He played a uh, bunk. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I know his name. Yeah, I'm like, that sounds familiar. And so anyway, he in season one he's, he's like Jack's boss, and then he gets promoted at the end of season one to like the Moscow station. Mm-hmm. He wants Jack to come, mm. but Jack doesn't go because he Greer kind of sort of takes credit for what they did in season one mm. and that's how you got the promotion mm. but anyway um the season starts out with um jack and the senator going down to venezuela to like talk about the president who's like kind of corrupt and stuff and the senator ends up getting assassinated oh shit and jack thinks it was the the president just like jonestown yes just like jonestown yeah. and um you know who the assassin is who is it, Steve? The guy from Game of Thrones, um, the many face guy. Oh, Jack and Hagar. Gar. Yeah, it's that actor. Yeah, Hagar. I can't say it. I'm tired. The man has no name, Stephen. I know. I'm ready for hibernation. Mm. Sweet hibernation. And then so, and then it's just a like bunch of like spy games and stuff like that. I don't want to ruin the whole season. No, no, no. But but how do you feel? Do you, do you feel like the plot is coherent? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a spy show? Yeah, okay. you can follow it pretty... There's a twist uh-huh. that I didn't see coming. Okay. I'm like, are you serious? This Like, this guy was involved in, in this? And I'm like, no. It blew my mind. Really? Yeah. Okay, because I, you know... I, it's I, on Prime. And it's this is not a procedural. This is an actual spy drama. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, and it's yeah. on Prime. How many episodes did we get this season? Do you recall? I can let you know in one second. Okay, no problem. I think like eight. So the first season's eight. Yeah. And the second season's eight. Hour long episodes? 45 minutes, 40, hour 45, long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so 
It's very good. Oh my dude, like do you know the guy the guy who plays like the the mummy in the Brendan Fraser movie? The Rock. No, not the Rock. The bald headed guy. The Rock. The bald, Rock. The Rock's bald headed too. You know who I'm talking about from the first mummy movie who plays um the mummy? Dwayne Johnson. Oh, Jesus Christ. No. Okay, I'm done. He's in this season. Cool. You don't know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I can see him in my head, but I don't know what his name I is. I can't pronounce his name. No, I'm not even going to try. It's going to be like... And, um... Steve, oh, Steve's uh, pronounced Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. John Cena. Oh, God damn it. Can't see it. I just can't you, see it. You can't see me. I don't. I can't believe I just did that. I don't like... I, I don't understand wrestling, but I really don't understand John Cena. Like, wrestlers, when I was a kid, they were like crazy gay superheroes. Or and, or super on uh, cocaine like the Macho Man. <laughs> I am the cream that rises to the top. I am Ultimate Warrior. <sighs> Sorry. I only have a Macho Man impression, but I want to do Ultimate Warrior. Wait, wait, hang on. You ready? Anybody want a peanut? All right. Who is that? Hang on. I'm trying to do. <clears throat> hang on. Ready? Nope. I'm trying to do Andre the Giant. I can't get it. Hang on. I can't get it low enough. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> that was horrible. It was so oh, bad. I can't God. get it low enough. Because uh, you got to like, his mouth is huge. So you got to like, try to like, open your. What is that? What is that? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a great Alex impression, Steve. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm trying to think what else happens in this season. Uh, so you see like these like prison camps that the president has for mm-hmm. like political prisoners. Mm-hmm. My God, that's crazy. I'm like, you get the feel watching the show. A lot of it's kind of like based off of maybe some real life stuff down there. Like, like all the prison camps in China. Yes. Or in, you know, Russia or, you know, here. Here, yeah. I, you know what I'm saying, though. All of the places but, in the world, yes. But but you know, like, I got to hope we don't do this. We keep children in cages. No, no, I, I, no, I'm saying I hope what I'm about to say we don't do. Mm. So towards the end of the season, the president's, like, freaking out. He's like, yeah. we got to clean up the camp. Oh, shit. He just purges them? Kind of like with a... Like a mass grave type thing. Yeah, like a cotton yeah. forest, you, if you will. Yeah, so that happens. Um, I, oh, dude, there's just so much to like even remember. Uh, uh, the one, this, what, the assassin loses an eye while fighting Jack Ryan. Awesome. He like, dude, he stabs him with like with scissors, right, like in the eye or oh, something. Oh shit! Something oh, sharp. I don't like that. I don't. Oh. <laughs> and the, oh, I, can, I can feel it, yeah, dude. It's like this. I was Happy like, to me now. I was like, oh my god. Steve, out of five staplers in Jello, how many staplers in Jello do you give it? Where did you come up with that rating system? Uh, that is an office joke. Oh, oh yes, you're right. It is. I forgot about that. Um, out of five, yes. I give it. I give it four out of five. Give it a four out of five. Yeah, because the only reason I wanted more. Um, I just wanted more. That's fair. I mean, that's totally fair. And he does such a good job as uh, Jack Ryan. I was about to say uh, Jack Reacher. No, no, that's also Tom Cruise. That's Tom Cruise, I know. So it's very, very good. So I definitely yeah. recommend it. Taylor, watch it. It's not procedural. It's, not, right. it's not like Law & Order, SVU. Or it's not a cop show. CSI Miami. It's not about a hospital. 
It's not a procedural. I, I think I think I could watch that. I could probably watch that. I like a spy movie on occasion. Nothing that stuff that happens doesn't happen. I don't think in the show. You know what? I really oh, I appreciate that because that's there. Have you ever used um does the dog die dot com? Oh yeah, you told me about that. It tells you where the dog dies, like in movies, yeah. like in John Wick. It tells you like in the first like yeah, ten fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they've also branched out into you can find out if other horrifying things happen in a movie. <laughs> So you can just kind of like avoid it, yeah. Which I actually, I think I I might start using because I keep getting very surprised when I watch cable television, finding horrifying, mm-hmm. nightmarish things where I'm like, "You put this on TV? You made people act this shit out? I know. What's wrong with you people?" You gotta bring some realism, I guess. That, well, that's a sick way to look oh, at it. I'm that's sorry. So sad. Jesus. <laughs> so. For my next story, so well that's good. I'm glad about uh, Jack Ryan. Um, we don't we don't have a we need a sound effect for in between stories. Um, what do you got, Steve? Let's see. Um, oh, no. Thanks, Dan. Um, I know. No, I know which one you one? need, Steve. Oh, okay. You ready? Okay, I got the right one. You ready, Taylor? Yep. Hit it. Wait, what's happening? Steve, welcome to Top 5 Takeover, a podcast within a podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Matris. This week, we're counting down your top five obscure Disney Plus movies that you do not want to sleep on. Steve, you got that plus? Uh, yes, I got it from Stabby Chris. Everybody got that plus. I split it three ways with some friends. Jesus Christ. The dude. way three ways are meant to be split. So, it's way worse when you find out who I split it with. Um, so anyway, Steve, uh, going through Disney Plus. So what they're really advertising to you are their originals, yeah. which right now is the Lady and the Tramp movie they made for theaters, but they ended up putting on them plus mm-hmm. uh, because gross. Um, the Mandalorian, of course, uh, and a documentary with Jeff Goldblum. We can talk about that later. But I think what people are missing out on, and I really, I know a lot of my friends are going buck wild because they're like, the X-Men show is on here. I'm like, yeah, it was on Netflix too. Call me your shit. Um, the old Spider-Man show from the 90s. Fuck yeah. The Spider-Man show from the 70s. You name it, they got it. Um, and that's very cool. But what I would like people to rediscover. Gargoyles. Gargoyles. So good. What I'd like people to rediscover are the weird kind of live, uh, mostly live action bizarro movies that have come to light in Disney plus that I haven't seen most of them since VHS tape Mm -hmm. or possibly like HBO in the mid nineties. Okay. Uh, so Steve, what I want to, uh, count down for you now are my top five, top five obscure Disney plus features that you do not want to sleep on. Um, you're going from like five to one. I'll do five to one. Okay. Uh, number five, uh, the rocketeer. Oh God. So the Rocketeer, the Rocketeer is the first movie I ever saw in theaters, uh, which cannot be correct because it came out in '92. I was three years old. I recall seeing this at the Hollywood Theater with my father. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rocketeer's not that bad. It's got Jennifer Connelly in it, who is gorgeous and amazing at all times. It has Alan Arkin with a mustache, mm-hmm. it, and it has um, uh, James Bond. Uh, Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton is the bad guy chewing up the scenery. And it's like an early superhero movie. Yeah. Uh, it really it really works. Uh, and 
it's a little slow to start out with. I totally admit that, but it's a mix between the gangster genre, uh, like World War II pilot stuff, yeah, and like sweet superhero action. Oh, I've seen it. I like it. Yeah. So the Rocketeer, just real quickly, if people haven't seen it, um, uh, a stunt show pilot gets a hold of a jetpack. Chaos ensues. I'm listening. I was going. Jennifer to, Connelly is still hot. Um, I was going to IMDb real quick. Yeah, it's. I, I can't remember the leading man. Do you have that on there? Billy Campbell. I don't think he ever did anything else. He played Cliff in this. Yeah, he's the main character. He was in the Rocketeer, of course. Yep. Enough with uh, Jennifer Lopez. Didn't see that. Dracula, the forty four hundred. Uh, Dracula, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Mm, yeah, yeah. That well, was we can't do. Uh, so the Rocketeer, I really recommend. Um, don't sleep on that. Uh, my number four. Uh, this one's kind of more obscure than others. A good friend of mine who's seen every movie ever made, a friend of the show, Alan Valencia, yeah. somehow had not seen this movie, and I had wiped it from my mind almost completely. What was it? Uh, it was a movie that never made the jump to DVD. It's called Tall Tale. Uh, it was a Disney uh, live-action movie starring Patrick Swayze. So uh, the story is a kid in the Depression is going to lose the family farm, but he remembers these stories his dad used to tell him, and he's like, Dad, those stories are just stupid tall tales, and then somehow ends up getting transported into a world with these tall tales, and he ends up going on an adventure with uh, Pecos Bill, uh, John Henry, the guy who beat the steam engine, and Paul fucking Bunyan with his big blue ox. Do you know who's in this movie? Jared Harris is in it. Jared Harris is a very young Jared Harris. Is like the main thug. He plays head thug pug. Yeah, accurate. And then Jesus. Um. Shit. What's his name? Uh, Patrick Swayze. William H Macy has an uncredited role and one line, and he has a funny mustache. Really? Yes. He's uncredited, but I, he gonna, might be on there. I'm not gonna look. Um. For it. But I was like, holy shit, that's William H Macy. Uh, Scott Glenn's in there. Stephen Lang's in it. Yeah. Nick Stahl's in it. Um, what's her name? Plays Calamity Jane. She only has oh, one Catherine scene. O'Hare. Catherine O'Hare. She only has one and scene. And Al- Oliver uh, Platt's in it. Yep. Oliver. He plays Paul, Paul Bunyan. Yep. Uh, he's good in it. Uh, so it's it's such a Disney movie, but it's something that Disney movies don't have as much anymore, which is this weird down-to-earth heart. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate it. And it has such a momentous ending uh that really speaks to like the kid in you where you're like, I could be the big hero. Uh, you can't, you'll die kid. You're a Jerry, but, but it, it really captured my imagination. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, I remember this. I remember that line. And Pecos bill has this line where someone's like, you know, listen here, you piece of shit, Texas, Texas sucks. Go back to Texas. And he goes, you can insult me. You can insult my horse. You can even insult my mother, but no one, so it's a great state of Texas. And I don't think anyone could read that line the way Patrick Swayze does, and it's, like, believable. Yeah. Steve, remind me to tell you my Texas joke later. All right, what's your number three? Number three is an obvious one. Is it? It is. Okay. Uh, it's Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Fuck yeah. Uh, this is one of my favorite movies of all times. I've said it before on the podcast. Jessica Rabbit put me through puberty. 
and as you know, what I think the greatest movie of all time is Chinatown. This is basically Toontown. Uh, so it's a washed up old detective uh, who has to help Roger Rabbit solve the, uh, you know, who's trying to pave over Toontown to put a highway in. So you get, um, <laughs> I know, right? That's the plot of the movie. I forgot about that. It's the same. Chinatown is who's getting the water rights uh, in in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It's who's getting the land building rights. Yo, forget it, Eddie. It's Toontown. It's Toontown, Do they Eddie. say that? They must. They must say it. They must. Forget it, Eddie. It's Toontown. But it's a it's a hard boiled detective story with some classic lines, and of course, uh, all your favorite cartoon characters get to play together in one world. So oh you my get, god! Yeah. Uh, Donald Duck and Daffy Duck having a piano war. Uh, you can have Betty Boop uh, serving drinks there, and you're like, oh, what's going on, Betty? Oh, times have been tough since we went to color. <laughs> Wait, boop, boop, dee doop. There we go. I forgot what Betty Boop says. Uh, and, and Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse, uh, you know, going parachuting together. And this is never going to happen no. again that they would allow something like this. But as a kid, it captured my imagination, made me believe in a better world, and also introduces kids to, like, crime movies. Yeah. Uh, and gives them nightmares. Is this because why I like crime? It might be, but because of Christopher Lloyd, that's why I Judge will Doom. never sleep. Judge Doom at the end is the most terrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't think they realize how scary that shit was. No, no. They, I'm going to say they definitely didn't. No, they didn't. It, he kills that poor cartoon shoe. <sighs> what a kills your brother? <laughs> Sorry, I look just like. What's your, uh, what's, this is the number two? Yes. Number two is Flight of the Navigator. Steve, have you ever seen this movie? I, 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 I don't know. Uh, Flight of the Navigator, um, is a live action film about a boy who gets abducted by aliens in this big globular, kind of like a, like a, it looks like a drop of mercury, this big shiny ship. Uh, and inside the ship is a weird little robot guy that talks to him. Weird little robot guy is voiced by Pee Wee Herman. Yes, I have seen this. Yes. Yeah. So a kid gets abducted by alien Pee Wee Herman and somehow ends up in the future. So he's a kid from, I think, the 60s. And he ends up getting dropped into the mid-80s. So No, 1978. Yep. No, ni- a boy travels eight years. Yeah, you're right. Is it- in the 60s, yeah. Okay, yeah. And uh, and he ends up, you know, running into this girl who's like, she has pink hair. And he's like, why do you have pink hair? She's like, oh, I went to the Twisted Sister concert last night. And he's like, who's she? So that's fun because you might also have that problem now because kids don't know who Twisted Sister is. <laughs> if um, you don't know, you're that's a shame. D. Snyder's still alive, man. So uh, he ends up, you know, in this fish out of water world and he has to fight through these kind of like, you know, ET level scientists who mm-hmm. want to, you know, experiment on him to get back to the navigator, the ship. And then him and robot Pee Wee Herman have to find a way to his family. Okay. Uh, in San Francisco, if I remember correctly. So they have to fly around a big wacky trip. And it has the best line where Pee Wee goes, San Francisco. Wait, Rice Aroni. The San, San Francisco, Francisco treat. treat. Ding, ding. Watch out for the wires. Um, and. Uh, 
they're flying through the mm-hmm. the the bridge, the Golden Gate Bridge. These wires. He goes, watch out for the wires. And every time I've heard rice aroni, the San Francisco treat, ding ding, I go, watch out for the wires. Oh my god. <laughs> it's it's lame, but that's what I think of all the time. Uh, but Flare the Navigator is such a time capsule mm-hmm. of a film uh, to be like, wow, that's what they thought the future was like. And wow, that's what they thought their present was futuristic yeah, right. like. And there's like a little robot that, you know, drives around and brings people food. We still don't fucking have we, that. We don't have that. <laughs> we still no. don't have that. It's been 30 years. I know. Uh, so it's really worth it. And it is one of Paul Rubin's greatest roles. All right, cool. Steve, that brings us to our number one. Number one. Number one is bed knobs and broomsticks. I believe I've talked about this on this podcast before. Uh, but bed knobs and broomsticks is takes place in the English countryside during the Blitz. Okay. So children are evacuated from London and sent to live with the lady from Murder, she wrote, Angela Lansbury, out in the countryside. Angela Lansbury is completing a uh, uh, degree by mail in witchcraft. It has no interest in children <laughs> until she gets a letter from her headmaster in London that says the school is going to shut down because of the bombing. So she enchants a bed knob to create a, a, a magically transporting bed, goes to London to get the headmaster, who turns out is a flim flam man played by the guy who was Mr. Banks in uh, Mary Poppins, the angry dad. Really? Yes. Uh, so Angela Lansbury and the dad from Mary Poppins and three fucking kids she doesn't like uh, end up going on this weird adventure, uh, Mary Poppins-ish, where they go to the Isle of Nabumbu, which is a cartoon world uh, made by, you know, run by animals. Yeah. Um, but secretly, deep down, it is the most metal fucking disney movie i don't think i've ever seen this movie it is so metal so they're like we have to find the star of azeroth or whatever who was this wizard and they're like what happened to azeroth he was like well he was trying to turn animals into people but then they killed him and i went you can't say they killed him like but they killed him and i'm like shit they weren't joking around about that they weren't like they got rid of him like they murdered him to death and then they have to go, they go to this island in Nabubu where, where all these talking animals are and they get the star of Azeroth, this fucking yeah. sorcerer, go back to England where they get attacked in the countryside by the Nazis. The Nazis, you the say? The Nazis land on the beaches with like machine guns and shit. And they lock up the kids in this, uh, this old museum. Uh, and Angela Lansbury has to use uh, a spell of locomotion... On all these old suits of armor. Yeah. uh, To reanimate them from the dead so that they can fight the Nazis. I want to point out, this is a Disney movie, the lady from Murder, she wrote, who was totally murdering all those people herself and framing other people. The lady from Murder, she wrote, uses black magic to enchant old suits of armor to murder the Nazis. Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Why Why couldn't the Wehrmacht ever storm, you know, England? Oh, you know why? Because Angela Lansbury. Used black magic. Used black magic. And it is 
fucking bizarre. And I mean, a lot of it is cartoony where like they shoot the shit out of a, uh, you know, they machine gun a suit of armor and he, you know, opens the lid of his helmet and shoots the bullets back at him. That's funny. But then you're like, wait a minute, that guy's dead now. <laughs> uh, I might check this out. I'm not going to hold your breath for that. It's good. I don't sleep on it. The most important thing I want to point out is it is a musical like oh, Mary Poppins is. Nope, nope, However, nope. every song is a fucking banger. I was listening to it and I was like, I would listen to the soundtrack. This is killing it for me. Especially since some of them, they sing the magic words, which are like clearly summoning demons. Like it is clearly Latin black magic. I don't even know what to say then. That concludes Top 5 Takeover for this week. Did I play the theme song again? Uh, Yeah. All right. Oh, well done, Sarah. Pluto's a planet. Well, oh, hey, Steve. Sorry, I got lost in the music. I see that. Uh, <laughs> one of these days, I'm going to sing that song at karaoke. Oh, God, I hope you do. Yeah, me too. Yeah. You want to go to break? Uh, yeah, let's take our last break. I'm right back, guys. <laughs> See, I'm good. You okay? I couldn't get up. You kind of fell out of your seat there. Yeah, I know. I'm getting old. I'm getting sleepy. Yeah. It's all those member berries. <sighs> member then. Member. You remember Chewbacca? Member Flight of the Concords. I remember. I remember. Hey. Hey. Did you watch that Mandalorian show? <laughs> hey. I did watch that Mandalorian show. Hey. Well, let's talk about so, it. So, Steve. Yeah. So, Taylor. Um... Mm, mm. No, I want the review first. Out of uh, out of five space bucks. Oh, okay. How many space bucks you give this? Right now. Right now, as of we're two episodes in. Three and a half. Three four. and a half to four space bucks. I will give it three space bucks. Okay. But Steve. It's Star Wars, man. It's Star Wars as fuck. No, it really is. The whole time, Star Wars. It's like old Star Wars. Not this new fancy schmancy. Not this new fangled Star Wars the kids are all into. These fucking kids. They don't even know Star Wars. Back in my day, I remember when Star Wars... Fuck, I'm done. Oh, it's I all remember. Jawas and sand shit. And yeah. That's, that's Star Wars that's, to me. That is. Fucking Star Wars. Hey, it's me. Hey, it's Star Wars. Mark. You like Star Wars? Does Murky Mark and the Funky Bunch like Star Wars? We love Star Wars. Say hi to your mother for me. Um, so she's a saint, goddammit. Don't be mad to this. We're breaking down. Um, yeah, Steve. How how about that Mandalorian? You wanna you wanna cue it up for us? You yeah, tee it up here. So it's set five years after Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. So the Empire's pretty much fallen. The Battle of Jak- Jakku has happened. And there is a bounty hunter guild going throughout this par sector, mm-hmm. the space and all that. And we follow our, follow our Mandalorian character, who is the best. 
No name, no face. Actually, he has a name. What's his name, Mandalorian? No, I, I can't say it. I'm not going. I, it's I not heard, on Wikipedia. It's not because I heard. Oops, excuse me, Mumu. Um, I heard he uh, he accidentally said it on a talk show or something. Yes, John Favreau, who created the show, directed yeah. the show. I had no idea Favreau and was so involved. Wrote in this. the show. Yeah, it's very Star Wars. Um, so our Mandalorian character, who's a, a Boba Fett like bounty hunter, uh, gets. You know, a mysterious client uh, called from uh, Werner Herzeiger. Werner Herzog. Yeah, there you go. He is a German documentarian. It was very confusing when he showed up. Hello, it is me, Werner Herzog. I have come here. I made the grizzly man. I do not know if you remember. The is that the Timothy man. Treadwell movie? I do not know if that is the Timothy Treadwell movie. Was he in the documentary about the Grizzly Man? Is it the one where the bears eat him and Grizzly his girlfriend? Eat him. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's best known for that time he wouldn't show the footage of a guy getting eaten by a bear, but he did show himself listening to it. That's Werner Herzog. <laughs> oh my God. I, I, I was, it took me complete. It's a cool scene where people like, it's like a Mexican standoff with like a bunch of guns and stormtroopers. And I was like, is that fucking Werner Herzog? Mm-hmm. That Mexican standoff was sick. So they're like a bunch of bedraggled, beat-ass stormtroopers in like this last remaining enclave of, you know, empire strength trying to to get this person killed. And I knew there was a twist coming up because they kept going, he's 50 years old. And I'm like... Okay, and they're aliens. That doesn't mean yeah, anything. Right? That doesn't mean anything. Do, do we spoil it? I said we spoiled the first episode, but they it ends up in both. I keep trying to call Boba Fett. The Mandalorian goes to another fucking desert planet. Yeah, uh, busts a Bronco. It's one of these ball sacks. He meets uh, Nick Nolte's a uh, character. Is it Nick Nolte? Yeah. It was Nick Nolte. Kuehl. Kuehl. I'm gonna say Kuehl. Yeah, he's a pig faced guy with like a like a baboon mask on, which is cool. Oh my god, I thought I said former prostitute for his character. What is it? Does it say prospector? No, moisture farmer. Oh, oops, you're way off. <laughs> I just looked at it really quick. None I saw of those I, letters were correct. I saw prostitute for some. I was like, you. Star Wars is getting gross. Um, so yes, that is truly. Uh, and he goes into a western town and has a big old western shootout with the help of an IG unit. Uh, you know who that's played by? Taika Waititi. Mm-hmm. I didn't recognize him. Everyone's got their fingers in this pie. Yeah. This dirty, dirty pie. Um, and, and what does he find, Steve? Who does the bounty target turn out to be? It's like a baby Yoda. It's a baby Yoda. We don't know what his uh, race actually is or his species, my we, bad. We don't. Um, so we're everyone's just going to call him baby Yoda. Yeah. We know it's not actually Yoda. Yoda's dead, but there's a baby Yoda. There's a baby Yoda, and it's adorable. Oh, my God. Its eyes are so big. And it's a puppet. Yes. That's what I appreciate the most is when I think of Yoda, I don't think of like the Yoda doing flips and back shit and throwing his lightsaber around. I think of puppet Yoda. Uh, like in um, the right, right, Jedi. Last Jedi. It, Thank you. It's the puppet. It's the puppet. And I cried. I cried. I don't think I cried. I saw the back of his ears and I went, oh. <gasps> And then I cried. And it was Mark Hamill, of course, with the Yoda he knew, the mm-hmm. puppet. And I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. I don't know. I just, it's, 
I think Mandalorian's the only Star Wars in recent memory that hasn't brought me to tears. Yeah. Uh, did you like when he uh, put that guy in carbonite in like the first like ten minutes of the episode? Cool as shit. Cool as shit. That was awesome. Cool as shit. It's all cool. And uh, the Mandalorian's played by uh, Pedro Pascal, who was the Red Viper. Yes, from, uh, Game, from of Game of Thrones. And also plays a DEA agent in Narcos, season one, two, oh. and three. I didn't watch Narcos. Well, you should watch Narcos. Well, I'm sub- not gonna. Well, a lot of subtitles. Yeah, I'm not. Can't, can't stay off my phone long enough. Car- Carl Weathers is there. Carl Weathers was there. Um, so there's like little bit roles are getting name brand actors. Mm-hmm. And then I think each episode costs like 20 million. Doesn't matter. They got it. Well, if you add up the episodes together, it equals to like a two and a half hour long movie. Brian Posehn was in it. He was the taxi driver at the very beginning. Was he really? Yeah. When, uh, when he's like, I need a speeder oh, yeah. and he's like, no droids. And it was, oh, Brian. Bill Burr's going to be in it. Oh no shit. Yeah. Hey, it's me in fucking Star Wars. Check it out. Look at how fucking cool it is to be in Star Wars. Ah. Oh, my God. You need to calm down. How was that? How was that for Bill Burr? Uh, that's pretty good. I wish I was a Jedi. I could do that all fucking day. Being a Jedi would be great. All right. Sorry, guys. Sorry I had to hear that. So what are you giving it out of? What? Fucking. I oh, it, you gave it. Yeah, my bad. I gave it a three. Three, that's right. Just because I'm not happy yet. But what it appears they're doing now is uh, teaming up. Baby Yoda with the Mandalorian, and that's Wolf and Cub, which is what I've been saying I want them to do with um, o- the Obi-Wan movie. Oh, that's going to be so good. Um, did you know Bob's Burger did a parody of Wolf and Cub? It's Hawk and Chick. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just watched that again. Yeah. It was just on TBS the other day. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's Wolf and Cub. I love, it's a parody love, of that. I love Bob's Burgers. Love Bob's Burgers. I did say um, I want um, H. John Benjamin to play me in a cartoon. I would watch that cartoon. I would watch that. And game. Justin Rowland and Stabby Chris. <laughs> Go so many places. Steve, final thoughts on that Mandalorian? I know I know we've been talking up to it, the and only, now it's here, and I'm just like, cool, a Western. The only thing that I don't like is that we have to wait a week when all these streams... I am furious. And um, I thought when Disney Plus dropped, it was releasing the first three. No. Gave us one. Gave us one. And they come out on Fridays. I'm busy on Fridays. Guess who's not busy tomorrow? Son of a bitch. It's my weekend off. (sighs) It's going to be, every day is going to be our day off now that the season's coming to a close. Can I tell you how excited I am? I'm tired, man. Here's Steve. Well, you know what? Do do we have final thoughts on Mandalorian? Because I have a little podcast news. No, I, I think I'm good. All right, you want to help me wrap up podcast news for the for the just give me a yeah, yeah I got something. I, don't know, what do you got? I got something yeah, for you. Yeah. Oh, good for you. So, um, Steve and I are, are gonna freeze ourselves in carbonite until um, the spring thaw. So we'll yeah. be we'll be gone for a little while. Maybe we'll shoot you. We'll we'll shoot to be back um, in February. Of course, you do have one more episode of Top Five coming up. With friend of the show Andy DiBenedetto. he's gonna Andy's gonna close us out again like he did the last year. Also, all things ethical. Done. Uh, that's done. That's done. Their last episode was last, last week. week. So it was about consumerism. Consumerism, great episode. 
I was so happy Georgina picked that one, and I was like, oh my god, it's something I actually know something about. Fantastic. Uh, so if you're wondering if there's an ethical way for you to shop and buy things, tune in. We got an answer for you. Uh, but all joking aside, I probably will not freeze myself in carbonite. Come on, Steve. Listen. Come on, Steve. No. Get in the carbonite. I know. Are you gonna Are you gonna sleepwalk your way through some Instagram videos? Yeah, because um, the Irishman's out next week on Netflix. I'm sure people are gonna want my thoughts on that. I really want your thoughts on that. I gotta do something funny. Okay, so so far we've done. Me in a random park with with the Penny Puppers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, Pennywise. No, wait, was it Penny? What did I call her? Pennywise the Puppers? Yes, I believe so. Okay. Then it was you and me in the car for the Joker review, and I was That's the right. only one that had a clown mask. God damn it, Steve. I thought we were doing mischief, and you let me down. I know what I'm going to do for an Irishman review. What? I'm not gonna tell you. you oh, well, you gonna out. do you gonna do one too? I'm gonna do one too. Oh, you can shit. find out. You can follow me. Well, you know what? I'll put it up on the official. Do you page. know what I might do? I, okay. I might just spoil it now. Yeah. I might just get the culprit. Yeah. And get really drunk. Okay. And just give you my review on it. I like where this is going, Steve. I fully, fully, fully endorse it. Okay. Um. So <laughs> tune into our socials. Uh. Uh. The main page is at top five underscore podcast it's top the number five uh, top the number five underscore podcast follow steve over at stevie Westside 88 uh and then you can follow myself over at i tried to change it and i it wouldn't let me it wouldn't let you or did it let me no it didn't let me so you can follow me over at dr mitris now are we going to tell them that we might do the Witcher, are uh, you? We'll oh, it's too late now. We'll probably, yeah, I guess so. Uh, we'll probably be popping back in for a special edition of The Witcher. We've been talking about it for like a year now. There's no way that won't be a video review. That would probably be legit. We'll probably we keep an eye out for episodes on this feed as well because um, I've got some old episodes of Top that didn't get run. I've got some, you know, halfway broken episodes, good content that I just kind of want to get out there. So we'll be running a lot of that. Fall Taylor knows I might just sneak into the podcast studio one day and just do story time with Steve. You know what, Steve? You do it. Feed the cat while you're here. Don't let Alex out. I'm going to get some uh, cabassier. Right? Is that a thing? Did I just make up a thing? Cabassier? Yeah, I think I just made up a drink. Or Is that like... wine made out of sausage? <laughs> I don't know. Is that a Polish sausage wine? <laughs> I'm so tired. Uh, I'm going to get some kind of alcohol. Okay. And then, just and then dip story. a sausage in it. I and tell, like it. <laughs> tell some Kibasi stories. A. Well, Steve, I, I have a, a minor announcement. Uh, we're going to try a little something called, I'm calling the pilot project, where uh, we're going to dump some not exactly on-brand podcasts onto our feed just to see how people like them, see how they take to them. So uh, you might hear some new formats. You might hear some new friendly friends. Uh, and if it's something you like, absolutely get to us, and we'll see if we can. Make you should do more. that versus thing. Well, Steve, we've got we've got some real off the wall shit, it, along with um, lost episodes from our good friends who've been on the podcast before. Pat Boyle, uh, uh, Alan Abulencia has a great lost episode that just editing wise became an issue. Uh, we're gonna see if we can get that polished up and get it out to you. Um, and and I think it'll be plenty. To keep you together until we return. Sounds good. Steve, do you have any final words as you wrap on this season? Guys, I just want to thank you for listening. Check out our video reviews, our pictures, all that fun stuff. We love you. Yes, I said that. 
We love our fans. I tolerate our fans, yeah. You tolerate them? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I do love our fans. I met a fan in real life, and he gave me a hug. It was weird. I can't remember his name. I had to sign someone. I had to sign an autograph the other day. Yeah, you're not supposed to sign them right on their tits unless they ask, yeah, Steve. she asked. Oh, she asked. And I went, <laughs> Oh, gross. <laughs> About right. five after dark. Well, we're fired, so. <laughs> I can't fire us. We're canceled. <laughs> Pluto's a planet. Pluto's a planet. You heard it here, guys. Uh, So we'll see you uh, when we return. You guys, as always, as always, stay frosty. (laughs) 